This is a HeadGum Podcast. Now let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Getting, Getting grateful. grateful. Oh, I always know it's a good one when you chime in. Oh, yeah. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news for sexual deal breakers. And now you can find out who swiped right on your Tinder profile, even if you didn't swipe right on them. That's a big deal. Big deals are happening. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, what is going on with your week? No guests today, just us. Just us. And I have to say, these are the weeks where I am so glad that I have a podcast about dating so I can vent to you and our listeners. Hi, guys. Vent, vent, girl, vent. I had the weirdest fight with my boyfriend. <laughs> Do tell. Let, let me tell you guys. I mean, you guys have been in some pretty weird fights. You fought when he threw out all of your gummy bears. <laughs> that, that was a pretty epic one. He somehow though you don't fight when you like talk on the podcast about having this huge work crush so like you guys get mad at things that I don't expect okay well yeah the work crush not an issue but it turns out Ian is very jealous of a celebrity crush that I have and it genuinely turned into a fight let's let's talk about it okay so I'll give you some context Ian was on vacation in Peru for a week I I saw all this Pictures of Machu Picchu. Yeah, he was like hanging out with alpacas. It looked like it was great. Not my thing, though. So God bless. Go do your thing. Mm -hmm. But I was home uh, spending time with my parents, I decided to do. So like trapped in the suburbs in my childhood bedroom. And somehow I regressed into a 16-year-old during that period of time. I got like really obsessed with this actor. Um, His name is Russell Harvard, you guys. He is on a show called Fargo. And he is... Um, this awesome deaf actor, which I brought up on our disability episode because I'm that obsessed. I'm like, yeah, you talked about him already. Guys, Wait, I'm, add, I'm add looking him. for him. H- He's really hot. How do you spell his last name? H A like like the the Ivy League. Oh, school. Harvard. I thought you said Harvard. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. He's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's hot. He's not like not uh, my type whatsoever though. He uh, he like also he'll like dye his hair like random colors, which I'm not so into. But like whatever. Okay. He's I'm very attracted to him. So like it started innocently. And now I um, I follow his social media presence pretty closely to the point where I was like refreshing his feed every five seconds. Um, I set his photo as my lock screen. Oh, wow. On my phone, um, which I had no idea. But apparently that is like a coveted space meant for your significant other. Very much so. But like my home screen is still me and Ian. But my lock screen is Russell Harvard. I mean, you can't let Ian see that. Um, no, well, he did see it and he was like, that's weird. You're being weird. Why are you being weird about this? And I was like, are you, are you threatened? Are you threatened by this man that I'll never meet that also we speak different languages and also I'm pretty sure is gay. You don't, yes, you don't, to be clear, you don't speak different languages. He speaks English. Listen, I, well, but I don't speak sign language, so it would be hard for, if I could get over the hurdles. He knows English. He can probably lift me. Okay. Well, yes. He, but I'm just, listen, I'm down. I'm down for it. If, if <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not down, <laughs> I'm just saying there are a few hurdles that I would have to get through for Ian to be justified in being jealous. The least of which is the, the communication barrier. Cause like, 
whatever. We can make it work. I know we can make it work. I've thought about it. I know we can make it work. I know you can make it work. I, I don't think he's going to want it. I think he's going to be offended that you think he speaks in a different language. I know. I just, if I, oh my God, you're making, this, I'm not. This sure. is not the point. Okay, not the point. Okay, so what happened? So did you explain to Ian that you've never met this guy? It's just a crush. I mean, how, yeah. wait, let's reverse. Let's reverse, you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you feel if he had like Jessica Alba as his as his screensaver <laughs> i mean i'd be like that's basic like somebody more interesting ian okay all right all right uh jenny slate i guess i'd be okay with it i don't know yeah whatever. you would not you would not i hear I it in your voice you're squeaking i 100 percent fully acknowledge that i am acting like a child in my obsession um uh to put it the, the way my friend ashley put it because we awkwardly had this fight in, in front of my friend who was just like oh I guess you're being a little extra about this whole thing to me. Having fights in front of friends is always weird, but I sometimes I've done that too because it's like weirdly nice to have like a, even if they're silent, it's like a silent moderator or a witness so that you later can be like, so like who was really right in that situation? Yeah. But my friends always side with Ian. Really? They do. They do. That's interesting. My, My parents always side with Nick. Um, or they'll be like neutral and then I'll go to the bathroom. And, uh, when we get home, Ian's like, when you were in the bathroom, Ashley said you were being crazy. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Well, we're not hanging out with Ashley anymore. (laughs) I guess not. Whenever, whenever I've gotten a fight with Nick and I like tell my parents about it, they're like, go apologize to your husband. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll be like, no. And I'm sleeping in another room. And they're like, Laura, get out of the room. Step out of the room. Go sleep in your bedroom with your husband and go apologize. And I'm like, no, it's weird how at a certain point it's almost like they're, they're like moderating a fight between siblings. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's all family. It's all cyclical. You just repeat relationships. This is how it goes in life. So anyway, so did you keep it? Did you keep it on your phone? Well, so we got into this fight and it actually led to a really good conversation because he was like, why are you just like talking about this actor all the time? And I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's filling a void. Maybe this crush is filling a void. Maybe I want you to be more romantic the way I imagine Russell Harvard would be with me. Okay. And what? Um, how did he respond to that? Well, that particular sentence was met with hostility. But the sentiment carried over. And we we're like, okay, we'll be more romantic with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's all good. But I did end the conversation by being like, I'm not changing my lock screen. Oh, shit. It's, you're going to have to, every time you want to know what time it is. You're going to have to look at his face. Damn, girl. I You're know. serious about this. I'm very, very serious. He's All lucky right. I don't get like a, a poster well, and hang it up in our room. <sighs> well, we'll wait till Jenny Slate is on Ian's lock screen. Then we'll see how long Russell Harvard lasts. Yeah. All right. But seriously, guys, we want to have Russell Harvard on the podcast. So tweet him, Instagram him. I mean, sure, whatever. <laughs> we we want to. Laura and I both want to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, what's what's going on in your week Laura? okay so i have this story that my friend told me that i think is so funny and i had to share it so my friend is single and she goes on a lot of dates and she recently went on a third date with a guy this is what i love about my friend is it'll be like a third date a fourth date and she doesn't get all crazy about it because she goes on dates with like a lot of people and you know she really likes to like get to know someone before they're serious anyway she was still feeling out this guy he's a 30 year old accountant and this was their third date and they were talking about what they were up to later that night because i think this was like a lunch date 
uh, over the weekend. And he was saying he couldn't decide whether to go to a housewarming party or a birthday. And she's like, well, who are the people? You know, why can't you decide? And he's like, well, I'm closer with the birthday person, but I owe the girl throwing the housewarming. Hmm. And she's like, why do you owe the person? Exactly. Wait, was she already hmm. like, mm, mm, antenna up, red flag? Antenna up. I don't think, I mean, yeah, I think maybe for the wrong reason. She was like, oh, why do you owe this girl? You know? And he, and uh, it, it was nothing romantic because he says, well, the last time I saw her, I gave her a bruise. Oh, okay. And, and then he decide, and then he, and then he takes out his phone and shows her the picture of the bruise that he gave this girl. And it was like this huge, nasty ass bruise on her arm. And she, my friend's like, what? The First of all, like, why are you showing me this? Like, then second of all, she asks like any normal person would like oh uh, thinking that the guy is like a good guy and he's like oh did you accidentally drop something on her or like catch her from falling and like not do such a good job i like her imagination like was she tied to train tracks and you like really (laughs) aggressively saved her (laughs) exactly not sure where the owing part happens but like yeah like where were you heroic in this situation (laughs) and he looks at my friend he's like no i bit her (gasps) oh why that's what she asked so now my friend at this point is like checked out like scared as shit ready to end the date but like can't help but be like why were you biting a woman and his response was i don't know i thought it was funny (laughs) that's it and he clearly has stronger jaws than he realized yeah and bit her so hard that he gave her this huge bruise on her arm which i didn't even know was possible like i like to kind of i i'm like a little bit vampire this is like why this story i think struck a chord to me i like to like bite nick sometimes just like for no reason i'll just like bite him on his arm but not but like gentle like a gentle love bite right. just kind of like i don't know my, like shouldn't leave a mark like my animal instinct but this girl that he bit had a boyfriend that was there I don't know how this guy didn't get his ass kicked when he bit a girl because he thought it was funny, gave her a huge bruise that like lasted for a week. And took a picture of it. And took a picture. And then, and then thought it was a good idea to be on a third date with a girl you actually like and decide to tell her the story about how you psychopath bit a woman and gave her a bruise. I wonder at what point in the storytelling that he realized it was not coming off the way he wanted it to i would like to know that too but chivalry is dead guys this is how people biting is alive this is how people are impressing their dates it's no good is your friend gonna go on a fourth date with the biter a big no oh yeah so that's sad um you ready to talk about what's in the news yeah what have you been reading about so i've been reading playboy hey girl yes bobby box Best writer, sex writer name ever. I hope that's his real name. I know. I hope it's, I might also be a lady, which I would love if it was a lady named Bobby Box. Bobby Box. Um, so he or she wrote about four sexual deal breakers that make women say no thanks. Uh, a new survey of 2,000 people has revealed that, yes, there are indeed several deal breakers. Go figure. Go figure. Number one. Well, what do you, do you have a, do you have any sexual deal breakers? I mean, I can think of, like, a ton. There's, like, a ton. Like, if someone had, like, horrendous BO that I, like, couldn't stand. Weirdly, smell is the first one that comes to my mind, too. I would say, like, sm- I'm, like, a very sanitary person. Like, I wipe, you know me. I, like, wipe my dog's feet when she walks in. I wipe her butt 
mm-hmm. after she like I'm a very sanitary person. So I would say like s- sanitization would yeah. be like a big one. Like general hygiene. Yeah. Like I do find it very attractive when like a guy comes back from like the gym or working out and they're like sweaty. Like that's really hot. But I would probably I would like kiss them and stuff. But I'd probably be like, yeah, OK, let's like do this in the shower. Or right. Yeah. yeah. It's hotter in theory than like once you're like up there and smelling yeah. s- smells. So yeah. Number one biggest deal breaker, according to this survey, um, 40% of the sample said pre shower oral sex. There which you go. Falls under the umbrella of what we're talking about. Um, in other words, four out of 10 people think it's never okay to be unclean before oral sex. Who are these six out of 10 people that are like, Oh yeah. I like love when people have like dirty dicks. <laughs> I mean, I guess dirty is relative. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, number two, second biggest deal breaker is period sex as decided by 30% of the sample. Okay. Hmm. 30% not that. I mean, like that means 60% of people are into it. That's true. Or that it's just not, I guess, one of their top deal breakers. Right. Some people are very into that. Yeah. That's, I, I feel like I, I'll never forget when I was in college and I'm not saying I agree or disagree with this, but I had a friend who had a boyfriend who like would like go down on her when she had her period. And he was like, men that are afraid of period blood are pussies. All right. And I was like kind of gross, but also like good for you, sir. Uh, yeah. Good for you. I don't think I pers cause like I said, I'm very clean, clean. Like I, I don't think I would, I would never let a guy go down on me. I just think I would be self-conscious and weirded out. Yeah. I don't think I could relax, but I think I would, I would be down with like period sex. I really have yeah. zero problem with that. Like, but it would, it would have to be like maybe three or four days in. Cause I feel like the first two days I'm just not, I'm like, get away from me. I really only have one day like that. Okay. Well, it figures that I would be more un- unhappy for a yeah. longer period of time. <laughs> just Aww. given our general personalities. Oh line. no. Um, so, all right. Period sex. Number three, this is surprising to me. Number three deal breaker was masturbating in front of their partner. See, I kind of like, I guess I'm like, kind of think it's hot. I mean, yeah, as long as it's like, uh, like, consensual is that the word like it would be weird if i just like was making a sandwich and you were masturbating in front of me. oh yeah then, you know then that would be a deal breaker sure if, if or you, you don't, were like you don't want someone like peeking in at you when you're having a private moment and you don't want someone watching you right but like if you're like both are like hey yeah let's do this then i think that's hot agreed agreed okay, okay. What, what's the fourth fourth final deal breaker watching porn with a partner Okay. That's so weird. It says 15% of people believe that porn should be an independent activity, especially women. Okay. That's still not that many people. Yeah, I guess. But I guess there's a lot of options. So there 15% were a lot of options. Was, was a lot. People had to agree on that. Um, how do you feel about that? I've never watched porn with another person, but I definitely would not be opposed to it. Me neither. I've actually like brought it up, but he hasn't really been interested, so I haven't pushed it. Maybe he thinks that it should be regarded as an independent activity, like 15% of the people in this yeah. quiz. You know, it's possible. Yeah. Well, I, the, I, can, I can respect that. The thing that I think would be most interesting about that is I'm, I would want to see like if we're into the same types of porn, you know? Yeah. But I know we've talked about that before where it's like, it's like not good to talk about and I don't know, like your porn type doesn't necessarily reflect how you are romantically. Right. It doesn't necessarily correspond to what you actually want. But even still, I would be interested if like we have compatible interests in what we want to watch. Yeah, I would be interested in that too. 
Yeah. There was also a bonus study. Ooh, I love we, a we bonus study. Some bonus news from Playboy. They said, according to a study in the Journal of Sex Research, the real reason women don't want oral sex, which what is because they don't want to have to reciprocate oh so when women don't want oral sex they don't want to have to give it back right so they're like no i'm good because i would rather not have a dick in my mouth so like we'll just have regular sex i guess the study found that men would actually enjoy performing oral sex on their partners more often but that women think their only reason for doing so is that they can get more fellatio in return that's interesting. Have you ever turned down someone going down on you? Cause you're like, Oh, this is going to mean that I have to go down on you too. Um, no, I mean, I do feel like, I guess there is kind of like a tit for tat sort of obligation feeling mm-hmm. in, in my mind, but it's not like, I'm like, Oh, I have to do this gross thing. It's like, all right, you did something nice for me. I'll do something nice for you. I, I've never like, man, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess I've never had like a real, like, I think maybe in the past it felt more like tit for tat, but um, I'm lucky. I've been in a very giving relationship. <laughs> oh, are you? I am. I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> oh, well, that's good for us. Good for us. We <laughs> can't relate to this study. I can't relate at all. I cannot relate whatsoever. Yeah, I guess I, I feel like neither. I don't know. I'm, maybe I shouldn't speak for both of us, but I'll speak for myself. I feel like I would not turn down um, oral sex. You know, like it's it's like I enjoy it. We have it's fun. We have giving modern men. Yeah. <laughs> um. You want to know what I've been reading? Uh. Yeah. I've been reading Cosmo. Sexy. Sexy. This is an article by Megan Friedman. You can now find out who swiped right on your Tinder profile, guys. Big deal. Oh my god, I'm kind of happy that I'm not single because this would drive me crazy. Fucking crazy. I would all do nothing else with my life but check this. Well, wait till you hear about all of the other features. It's going to drive you even more crazy. So Tinder announced it was testing Tinder Gold, a members-only service that gives you new features on the app. One of those features is called Likes You. Likes You is a members-only service, and it gives you five super likes every day, one boost per month, unlimited likes which I thought people always had unlimited likes, but I guess not. I just don't. Yeah. I can't keep up. I thought so too. The other features like Passport, which lets you change your location, which I guess you couldn't always do. I I just don't know anymore, guys. And Rewind, which lets you undo a mistake swipe. Tinder Gold will be testing in Argentina, Australia, Canada, and Mexico shortly, and the company hopes to roll it out to all users soon. According to Mashable, if you get Tinder Gold, you can now see how many likes you have from the same screen where you see your matches. You can then see a grid of all the people who have swiped right on you, and you can either auto-match, dismiss, or read more about each person. And when you're going through profiles, a gold heart will pop up when a person has already liked you. Uh, subscribing to Tinder Gold doesn't mean that you get to talk to anyone you want. You still have to both swipe right on the other to start a conversation, but you can like see everyone who swiped right on you. So it's, it's like maybe you would be more inclined to swipe right on somebody. If you see that they're already interested in you, everyone loves a little bit of flattery. It's almost like they know that people are kind of down to lower their standards. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much, you know, but all of, all of those features I just read drive me nuts. Like I can't keep up. Like I can't keep up. I do think the rewind is kind of cool because I have accidentally 
like right swiped or left swiped somebody before and because I was just so used to like probably left swiping. But that I think that's been around for like a little bit, right? Yeah, but I think it's always been um, uh, an option that you have to pay for. Yeah, and it still is. But now you can also on top of that see this like grid where you can see everyone that's like swiped you. It's just like so much. <laughs> it's and isn't that the appeal of Tinder that it's just supposed to be simple and right? free? Yeah, that's what I thought. So they're not ready to tell you how much this service costs because they're still testing various prices. But if you already have Tinder Plus, it will only cost a little bit more. And if you don't have that, you can still upgrade straight to Tinder Gold. So now I guess there will be like three levels. Well, if anybody uh, in one of those countries that they're testing Tinder Gold in tries it, let us know. Yeah, give us a shout. I'll be very curious to know how it is. Um, Are you ready to jump into the mailbox? I am. All right, cool. First, we're going to take a quick break to thank some of our sponsors, and then we're going to see what our listeners had to say. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox? Well, first up, you know, we love when our listeners send us in uh, screenshots of messages they've received and sent and weird profiles. Um, So we have one from our listener, Alyssa. She says, hey, guys. So I've been summer swiping a lot recently, and a lot of people have their message as have your shit together while also still posting drunk photos all over the Internet. No one has their shit together all the time. But damn, this is so judgy. Have you guys seen a rise in this trend recently? Inquiring minds need to know. Oh, and and then I, she sent an example of one of the guys. His name's Courtney. Of course, his name is Courtney. And he has like a little devil smile. He oh. really does. He's, He's got, very punchable. Oh, uh, I want to punch Courtney in his little devil smile face and he's got like his little spiky hair and his hoodie on and he's got a pizza emoji and then it says and please have your shit together or keep it moving with like two beer glass emojis clinking what the fuck i'm gonna keep it moving not because i don't have my shit together because you are a little dick face and to be clear like we're not uh we're not saying it's bad to want somebody with their shit together but like you're so like snooty that's like the one thing that you're putting out there yeah and and i can tell you don't have your shit together courtney and it's kind of like what our listener Alyssa said like no one has all their shit together we're all trying we're all attempting to be the best human we possibly know how to be on this planet during the short time that we're here we're trying to have our shit together people but don't like tell me that like please have your shit together keep it moving can you just like imagine going on a date with that guy you like would never want to reveal like any insecurities or like any vulnerabilities like you would just be all fake facade with this horrible dude (sighs) yeah but Alyssa's a cool girl she has her shit together because she she, does uh she sent some funny responses to to these to different other guys yeah she she had a bunch of different messages she sent us so do you want to role play a little bit with this one? I, I do. Okay. So this is a totally separate message. This is not from Courtney. This is from a guy named Chris and I will play the role of Chris's text messages. Okay. I will play the role of Alyssa's text messages. Hi. Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? No, but it sure was a bitch to claw my way up from hell. Oh my. I find it hard to believe that you hail from the underworld. You are too cute. Looks can be quite deceiving, my friend. Oh, Alyssa. A little a little oh. snarky at first and then turned sexy. I know. That was good banter considering he used like a really cheesy pickup line. Yeah. She took it to a creative place. Yeah. I think he, I'm hoping that he was doing it like kind of ironically, maybe. 
so hard to tell via text. So hard to tell. That's why it's it's really you're it's gamble. If you're gonna take that approach like Chris, it's a gamble. It truly is. All right, what else do we have in the mailbox? Uh, now we have a question from an anonymous listener. The anonymous listener writes that um, she says, I dated a guy for about a year and I had a group chat with him and his best friend. We broke up about six months ago. His best friend recently contacted me and has called me every day for at least an hour. Wow. He texts me in the morning and texts me all day. I feel a little weird. What do I do? I feel like a bad person hiding things from my ex. But at the same time, it's his best friend and we have such good conversations. Help. This is such a tough one. First, I kind of want to know like what the conditions were that you had like a group chat with him and his best friend. Like it was always kind of like what, like you, me and Dupree. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, it ha- it's, it's always nice when your significant other gets along with your friends. Yeah. It's just the downside is this might happen after you break up. It's true. And Careful it's like, what you wish for. It's his best friend. It's not like they dated for a couple months. Like they dated for a year. Yeah. But, you know, I really do feel like the she's not really doing anything wrong. It's more on the best friend yeah. to like he's kind of being a bad friend here. Yeah, he is. I think the honesty just needs to happen here. So one of my best girlfriends was with this guy for a really long time. They broke up. She was a model. Of course, she was a model. Of one course. of her. Um, she's like beautiful. Nice. She's perfect. But they broke up. And then her ex wanted to like start dating one of her other like model friends and they just like had a conversation about it. And she was like, Hey, I, I really like him. Are you okay if we go out? And she was so over it at that point. She was like, yeah, I'm a hundred percent not right with him, but go for it. And now they're all cool. And like all friends still. Now, granted, the conversation won't always go down that way. A hundred percent not. These are very mature people that, I don't know. And also my friends are just like an angel and was like super chill about it. But you know, a lot of the time people are like, Oh, there's so many fish in the sea. But you know, if you really have good chemistry and you know that, and there are cases, I'm just saying, I personally know people where this is, this exact situation has happened and it turned out well. And now it turned out well for the relationship, but probably not the friendship. Right. They don't, let's just say like the girls don't, they don't like hang out all the time one-on-one really, but they do stay in touch. And like now they're getting married and, and the girl, my, my friend who like broke up with the boyfriend initially, like got married a while back and like everyone's like happy and like cool. They know they weren't at each other's weddings and stuff, but there really doesn't seem to be any like ill will. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, I would normally advise like, Oh, there's more guys out there. Like go for someone else. That's like, that's not in this like messy, potentially dramatic situation. But I don't know. I got to say that it could work out because that's what I know from experience. I actually totally agree with you. But I just with the caveat that like I do think it's like essential for the friend to talk to his friend. Yeah. Otherwise, there's going to be like a dark cloud hanging over your relationship. Is, I hope this is all making sense. I was trying to like, I wish I could have used names, but I was too worried I would like say somebody's name when I, was I know like, and just, just everyone was a model. Yeah. <laughs> that model, wasn't that was model wasn't even, a and model b it wasn't even important to the into the the story but but it made it more fun <laughs> exactly so i would just say if you think you're gonna go for this guy your your ex's best friend i think you gotta talk to the guy i i have i know not to stereotype but i feel like guys are a little more weird about this too they'll be like fuck you man how dare you do that 
right? Yeah, but I also feel like guys get over it quicker. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know, though. Everybody, you know what? When it comes to dating, people turn into different beasts. People can have different situations about this. Yeah, so, you can't I mean, generalize. So you, I don't know. It might end badly or it might end well. Yeah, but you know what? This guy seems like he really, really likes you. You guys are ha- talking for like at least an hour every day. It's To me, it sounds like you have something really special. I think you got to go for it. Agreed. All right, cool. If you guys want your listener questions answered or if you have funny text messages from an app you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is getting grateful. Yes, we keep hearing so much about how much people hate dating. Dating apps suck. First dates suck. Conversations suck. Everything sucks. Granted, we didn't help with this week's news story when we were like, Tinder sucks. (laughs) But I got to say, personally, I see such a huge difference in the success of my friends who love going out on dates and they're grateful for the little things in life about like, you know, versus my friends that are always complaining all the time. Right. And that happens in relationships, too. I mean, it's easy to really to start complaining about the person that you've been with forever because the, the little flaws start coming out. That's true, too. But you should be grateful. For you the really good should. stuff. All the little things, all the little things. It doesn't mean you can't complain or that you shouldn't tell your friends and you shouldn't tell me all your batshit stories. It just means you should mostly try to be grateful. Like, I don't know, Angela, what do you think? Like, grateful you connected with this guy, grateful for this cool bar and like or dive or coffee shop for existing today grateful for the subway getting you to where you need to go i just feel like you'll start to enjoy dating more if you start to appreciate all these little things yeah grateful for the opportunity to meet new people your fellow humans just think that is what tinder is affording you you're you're meeting people from all walks of life that you might not have met before be grateful for all the little things. Try to think about what you love about first dates, how fun it is to have like new conversations with new people. I, I mean, the butterflies is the biggest thing you should be grateful for. Cause like, do you miss that feeling? Like the little butterflies when it's like a, that you only get with like a new, a new person. I totally do. I, I think about that all the time. Cause no matter how much you like somebody, that brief period of time where you get butterflies is, is like so the best. It's the best. And, and you it can only last like what? Like six months. Oh, I was going to say like maybe a month. Oh, <laughs> lasted a long time with Nick. Oh, I mean, I still get it. I get it now, but like in a different way, you know, but like those like true little butterflies. Yeah. Where you're like, oh my God, does he like me? Does he like me? I really like him so much. And then you get a text. And you're oh. Like, ah! oh, it's the best. Uh, Yeah. Be, be appreciative and grateful of even like the awkwardness. Awkward conversations. They can be so fun. All right, we're going to explore how we're grateful a little more in this week's Reason of the Week Breakdown. So for me, in the last month, I have an app that's actually called Grateful. I log every day different things that make me grateful. So I was telling Angela about it, and she thought that that would be a really fun and great game for us to do together so we're gonna play the app together and talk about what we are grateful for in a game we are calling laura Laura and angela Angela get get fucking grateful grateful. are you ready to play i'm so ready okay i'm taking out my app all right first thing is what made you smile today oh what made me smile today the best part about this game is you can't lose it's true 
Um, oh, I feel like being able to laugh about my weird fight with Ian with you made me smile. Aww. Aww. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about, Angela, is like being, yeah, being grateful that you have a friend to talk about it with. Yeah. It's like turning something that's kind of negative into, into a positive. Yeah. yeah. I'm grateful. What made you smile today? Like, um, what made me smile today? My, every time I was like starting to kind of get like down today, my dog would like turn upside down <laughs> and like start rubbing its face and like being like, rub my belly, rub my belly. And it made me smile every single time it happened. She was like doing it like on the perfect, she had perfect timing. She has perfect comedic timing. My dog is like the best comedian. Yeah, if I were you and I had the Grateful app, every all my answers would just be my dog, my dog, my dog. You know, I showed Nick the Grateful app a while back, and he was like, uh, so a lot of these are Sam. <laughs> so I've, I've made more of an effort to, like, expand them outside of Sam now. <laughs> it's hard to compete with puppies. It really is. Okay, next up on the Grateful app, what made today a good day? What made today a good day? Well, um, uh, I got paid. Really? Yeah, I got paid. Mondays. Normally, those are like Friday things. Well, more so, I just mean like I, I went to work and like, oh, you know. I thought you meant the paycheck came in. No, but, but it's like the hope of, it's the, the promise of a paycheck. This is a perfect thing for the Grateful app because you're taking something that normally people would be like, well, it's a Monday. Fuck Mondays. I had, to, I had to go to work today. And you're like, you know what? Today is a great day because today I made myself some money. Yeah. I... Yeah, I, you know today. what? I, I don't. I don't get paid on Sundays. I don't. Get, I don't make any money on Sundays. They're nice. I get to <laughs> hang out. But uh, Sundays don't show me no cash. <laughs> no. <laughs> Monday fun day. Yeah, I'm gonna make it a thing now. I love that. Uh, what made today a good day for you? Uh, today I went to the plant store and got some new plants. Plants have been making me very happy lately, and I feel really grateful that I can walk to a plant store. It's in w- within walking distance, and all the people there are very knowledgeable about plants. Um, we have some smokers that live above us in the apartment, and I hate their guts and. They wish they would stop smoking because their secondhand smoke is going into my apartment. <laughs> so I've been like doing a lot of research on like things that clean out the air and like that are air purifiers. So you got a plant. So I got plants are really, really good air purifiers. Like the more plants you have, the, m- the better they like clean out the oxygen. And I got this plant called a peace lily that is a really good air purifier. Wow. So I got like I got like a second peace lily today. And I want to look get, really cool. They do. They, they, look they, really they have pretty. all these nice functions, but at the end of the day, they're very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I want to have like more plants in my house. They just, they clean out the air and they're great. Um, what are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to today? What am I looking forward to going home and, and going? No, but it could be anything in the future. Oh, okay. I was just going to say going to sleep. Oh, <laughs> like you could be grateful I'm for that too. super excited about that. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the fall and wearing a sweater. You know what? I want it to be fall. Fall is like my favorite wardrobe season all, as well. Yes. I'm looking forward to boots. Love boots. We're very similar in, in that. Like, you know, summer's not really our like look. Winter's no. a little too much. We're fall ladies. We love we thrive in the fall. Well, we're September babies. We love tights with mm-hmm. skirt, skirts with tights, dresses with tights. Yes. So that's what I'm looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? Um, I've got a trip coming up in about a week and a half. And I'm going on a yoga retreat with with one of my friends, Olivia. And it just feels so 
grateful that I have like the time, like I don't have to, you know, I'm like working from home now trying to work on a new book and I don't have to worry about like vacation days. And I just feel so grateful that I like have the opportunity to go on this yoga retreat with a friend. That's totally something to be grateful for. I feel so grateful, especially like being a married lady. I want, I really wanted to make it like a priority when I was married that I would still do vacations just with girlfriends because I honestly, I have a lot of friends that are married and they like, they don't do girl trips anymore. They really just kind of stop doing them and like people stop asking them. And so that was like a big priority for me is I still wanted to like go on trips with my girlfriends and be independent and like do my own thing. And I feel grateful that I have like a husband that supports that and that I'm able to do this yoga retreat. It's something I'm like really looking forward to. Oh, nice. You'll have to tell us about it when you get back. I will. Uh, what made you laugh today? <laughs> um, what made me laugh today? I, to harp back to my story at the top of the podcast, I did a side-by-side of Ian's face with Russell Harvard's face. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious because they look exactly alike. And I was, and I sent it to him at work today. And I was like, oh, look, it's a compliment. You, they, I guess I could kind of see it. Yeah, he didn't really take it as a call. He was like, enough. Well, you thought enough. it was really... He was like, enough with Russell. Enough with Russell. I'm not going to stop you guys. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. Maybe I'll post it on my Instagram, which I thought I was going to do because I was like, this is so funny. I'm going to gram it. And, and now it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do it. Do, okay. it for the, do it for the podcast people. Do it for the gram and yeah. the podcast people. What made you laugh today? I mean, I've laughed on this podcast and I'm grateful that I have like a best friend that I get to just talk to it's I feel really grateful because I know once a week for one hour I'm going to hang out with my best friend and like catch up and talk and laugh and like that pod even if it's for a podcast the podcast like forces us to spend like once a week bonding time but maybe if we didn't have the podcast I wouldn't necessarily see you like every week maybe there'd be a week where we'd be like oh we can't do it but I like that I get to see you every week and laugh with you and laughing with you is makes me happy. That was a good answer. Thanks. Um, lastly, what are you grateful for in general? Oh, what am I? I'm really grateful for this podcast. I I know that's like piggybacking on what you said, but like I am so happy that we get to to like read our news stories every week and know what's going on in the dating world and and hear from you guys, hear from the listeners. We've been getting a lot more emails from listeners. It's been really cool. There's some something happened this year we like struck some kind of chord with people where they felt inclined to email more than ever like sometimes we'd hear there'd be days where we'd get an email days where we wouldn't but like recently there hasn't been a day where we haven't been getting like a bunch of emails we've been getting so many emails it's so cool and we learn so much from our listeners they you know we get like questions but we also a lot of our listeners send us news stories and like just talk about different trends that they notice on dating apps like our listener Alyssa today yeah Yeah, it's it's been cool it's really cool that is that's a good one uh what am I grateful oh I'm grateful for so many things recently um I have to I I feel like this has gotten this has gotten more real like not as funny but I'm I'm very grateful for Nick this week he I was like really sick and had a fever and he just like really took care of me all week and he like brought me lunch and brought me snacks and brought me flowers when I was like feeling really shitty he really took care of me and was like checking on me and like texting me and He's feel, a good guy. I feel grateful that I have him see when you're I mean I think when you're with somebody for a long time like obviously you know that you you're like I like that person 
Yeah. Or it's like, you know that you love that person, but it's nice to be reminded that you like them too. Yeah, that's true. And you know, you go through like ups and downs, but like this week was like, it was like really there for me. What a guy. What a guy. We love producer Nick. Oh, we do. We really do. Um, So yeah, I think it's just this app I recommend to anybody. They're not a sponsor. They don't pay me, but I have to say like whenever I'm bored, I'll like go on Instagram and stuff, but then I'll just open my app and start like logging what I'm grateful for. And I find things that I like would never think of because when you're forced to think of things, it's especially do this app when I'm like feeling really down. It's a way better use of your time than looking at other people's Instagrams. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Guys, I hope we've cleared up this week's reason. I hope this was helpful for you guys to hear what we're grateful for. And you can email us and tell us what you guys are grateful for. We would love to hear what's going on in your life right now. Yeah. I hope you asked yourselves these questions. I hope you played along at home. Yeah, totally. Guys, that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. You can check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. We also have an audiobook on Audible. You can listen to us read the book. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at Laura Lane. And on Instagram, I'm Laura Lane Rad. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sparadactyl. Maybe I'll post the picture I was talking about, but maybe I won't because it'll destroy my relationship. Follow me and find out. Uh, Get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of our sponsors and the codes. You can go to our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We're also on social. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at yoursingleshow for show content. And you can like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.